Welcome to American K Sisters. My name is Linda. I am Hina. Enjoy our show about the spectacular American life of two Korean sisters. Okay, Hina, I am incredulous. <laughs> I, I can't believe we are here again. This is our second time trying to record with our <laughs> guest. But um, we, we got to talk about our holidays, <laughs> don't we? True. It's already December. I can't believe it. It's not even just December. It's December 9th on the day of recording. Mm -hmm. It's like old, already one third of December has passed. I know. Um, so I heard you went to a party yesterday. Yes. Did you come back home? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I came back home today because when I got home, it was already after midnight. So Ooh. I'm kind of tired, but it was fun. Um, okay. It was kind of overwhelming as well because, um, you know, we have less social opportunities, even though, quote unquote, pandemic is over because I still don't go to the office, you know. So it reminds me of what we talked about last time during our hot seat questions. Um, you told me that for I people, like introvert people, they keep... Mm -hmm. Going back to the situations, especially social settings, and keep regretting like, oh, I should have not Aww. said that. I should have not. Uh, that was playing in my head the whole day. To be honest, you you should have not. Hina. I know you should have just stayed quiet <laughs> <laughs> all throughout the party, Maybe. so you don't make mistakes. <laughs> Good job hanging yeah. out. Yeah. So. Let's keep talking about holiday, um, a lot of, you know, activities and parties going on. But I really like to learn more about your holiday because we have mm -hmm. a special guest, um, Chris. And I'll let you introduce himself because you know him better. But um, yes, we want to learn more about your holiday rituals as an interracial slash international couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, Linda, please introduce your and our special guest. Drumbeat? <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> we already spoiled. <laughs> um, I brought my partner, Chris. Um, he's what very that? handsome. And at the moment, <laughs> he's very happy because um, Argentina just won <laughs> on the quarterfinal. And he was rooting for Argentina. Um, also, he's a huge fan of soccer, right? Yes, he's yeah. a soccer scholar. <laughs> would you would you admit that as your title? Yes, soccer scholar, <laughs> double S. <laughs> yes, yes. So this um, World Cup season is his very busy mm -hmm. season because he has to catch up with all the games. Um, at the same time. Um, keep teaching at school and wrapping up the semester. So, yeah, I think both Chris and I are, are uh, having busy weeks mm -hmm. in December. Mm -hmm. How are you surviving, Chris? Okay. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add to your introduction? Just Chris. Happy to be here. Oh, yeah. We're happy to have you on our show, too. We were like, how much you love, Linda. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll save it for the last moment before we wrapping up recording. <laughs> okay. All right. So today I'll be a host, and you two will be my guests. So I'm going to ask questions to learn more about you and how you spend holidays together. So.、Mm-hmm. What I'm really curious about is anything that was the most memorable part, either like too surprising or interesting, or maybe something that you disliked about holiday celebration of each other's family. Maybe like at the beginning of、yeah. your relationship or after you're married. So like. How I felt about when I started celebrating holiday with Chris's family, yes, and vice versa, right?、Mm-hmm. I think I went to your family's house for Christmas in the same year that we met, right? Oh wow! First year, because we met in May. <laughs> I think we went to a lake house in that summer. Yeah. And then I think I went to your family Christmas. Okay, that's what I remember. Wait,、yeah. first year of dating, the、yeah. same year you、yeah. spent holidays with Chris' parents and family. That was were we that、so. advanced? Yeah, we, I guess we were pretty quick. Oh wow! We were like love at first, not sight, but in the first year. Linda also told me. Within a few months of dating, that if we weren't married in a year, that we would break up. <laughs> I I mean I probably said it in a nicer way. Like, okay. I will move on. Okay. <laughs> it was like an ultimatum that I not only had with Chris, but like I just had in mind because I was in my late twenty, and at the time I thought like. I want to get married before thirty,、mm-hmm. and I wanted to date someone seriously,、um, so I can get married.、Um, and I was like, "Let's try this for a year." And guess what? It worked out. Wow! But we weren't engaged after a year. We were very committed. We were, you know, like we met each other's family. I guess. I I think we got committed pretty quickly, don't you think?、Mm-hmm. I mean, going to going to holidays. So on that same year, I guess you you came to my family's New Year's Day too. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember if it was the first year or not. You're right.、I、remember going to it. It happened. Yes. Either first or second year, right? Do you? Well, and also、yeah. your family was. Living in the same city that we were, so it wouldn't be as big a deal. Like we didn't have to travel for holidays. Oh, maybe like even if we visited、um, my family's house, we didn't have to sleep over. We could just visit during the day and、mm-hmm. leave at night. Meanwhile,、um, Chris's family lives outside of Philadelphia, so when we visit, we had to sleep over.、Um, so maybe that was a bigger deal. And you know, to tell the truth, this sort of answer your first question, Hina. 
No, not yet. Cause um, no, I, I I'm about to answer. <laughs> the the Christmas celebration is almost like a week long celebration wow. with Chris's family. It was a lot of preparation, different gathering with different group of people. Um, I think especially because um, you have you have your sisters. But also, you have your step siblings uh, from your stepfather's side, and we, we, we spend time with them for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? More so at that time. Wait, can I pause you there for a second? Yeah, yeah. So you said it was a almost like a week long celebration, mm-hmm. but were you already familiar with that kind of long period of? holiday celebration culture in the United States like because you lived here for a while or maybe from your I don't know previous relationships or your friends or was it really new for you no I think this is the first romantic partner that I got to know the family Mm. I don't think I was included or participated in any other a partner, previous partner's family. Okay. Never. So this was first time. So it was a really big deal. And it was it was like triple, quadruple big <laughs> deal because Chris was and is my first romantic partner who was not Korean. Mm. All my previous partners were <gasps> Korean. Um so it was a big change and I um was shocked. <laughs> How much happened around Christmas with this family? Because my family, my parents, don't do much with Christmas. We don't... We don't do, like, almost anything. We sometimes give, like, one gift to each other, but that's it. Nothing much. We are not that religious. Um, So it was just extent of celebration uh-huh. party party every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i feel you because you know i don't know maybe it's korean culture we don't really have an extensive holiday break i don't think that even exists no the longest one is like three days for lunar new year like new year's day yeah. Lunar new year's day some like we have three day break, mm-hmm. but that's the longest. I know Chinese celebrate the like week long for right. New Year, but not Koreans. Right, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, even Christmas, are not mm-hmm. for family. It's mostly for like maybe Christmas for young couples or between mm-hmm. friends. But as a family, we celebrate Lunar New Year the Mm -hmm. biggest so probably that's why we don't really think it's super important to have a long extensive break at the end of the year yeah i i feel like in the u.s including christmas and some other cultural and religious holidays people often think the whole month is full of holiday it's (laughs) like the holiday season we call it holiday season yeah holiday month right yeah It's, it's a big deal I, I want to say something more, but um, you can say something first, Chris. Should I? I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> what? I guess if I could 
think of the thing that was unique or different that I hadn't experienced before was the bowing on New Year's. Mm. Um, big bows. We call yeah. it big bows. Or kunjol, yeah. Mm. Um, Sebe. Sebe is a special name, but yeah, big bow. Right, because that was, I'd never done that before. It was great. And then to have your parents wish us whatever it was for the, the next year. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They give like blessing or yeah. advice. In Korean. Yeah. yeah. In Korean. Coming from <laughs> your mother in law. So yeah. that was. Wait, so they were like wishing you and sending you blessings, speaking in right. Korean, and Linda translated right next to you? I think it was mixed. They, yeah. My parents say s- simple things in English, Mm-mm. but when they elaborate in Korean, I would translate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's one of the struggles we've had. So I don't, I've tried to learn Korean, but I don't, I've never learned it. Um, and they're much more comfortable speaking in Korean. And mm-hmm. it's sort of, it's what they fall into um, as a family because that's how they've always spoken to each other so it takes it has to be more deliberate for them to switch to english Mm. um it's just much more comfortable to that's how the family has always spoken with each other um yeah i really appreciate um chris's understanding of that cultural situation Mm -hmm. where where he doesn't think that my family has to constantly make effort to accommodate him. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't take it for granted. Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, I think that's the that's why we have come this far with my family because of Chris's understanding mm-hmm. of that difference. Yeah. Then now, so after all these years. Is there anything there you're still like trying to adapt to or anything that still feels interesting (laughs) or funny or maybe a little uncomfortable? (laughs) I think we are both laughing because since 2009, what? It's been like 13 years since Mm. we've been together. Hina, not even. We came a long way. Wait, wait, how, how long has it been? 13 since? years, oh, right, 13 since we've years. been together. But there's still many things that we are not fully used to. It's I bet. You know, you can... I wouldn't say I'm not used to them. I'm totally used to okay. <laughs> that we interact with your parents and we yeah. interact with my parents. Yeah. They're not comfortable. Mm-mm. Right. But... Now we know how to deal with them. Like the fact that we don't stay longer than a week in either house. (laughs) That that, it becomes untenable. Right. Um, That's something we had to learn over time. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, Makes sense. um, And I don't know if that's cultural. It's mostly you just don't want to be with your parents for longer than a week. Um, Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. At a certain point, your parents will always see you as their child mm-hmm. who is 
Forever, yeah. yeah. Forever a child has not grown past aged eight, and so we'll st- still teach you, treat you accordingly, mm-hmm. which is has some benefits um, in that I know that when I go home or we go to uh, Linda's house, that we will be fed. <laughs> we'll be fed we very well. We don't have to worry right? about making our own meals. We'll be fed. Um, um, we'll be asked after um, for food. Um, but we're also grown-ups now, so we also don't need to be taken care of the same way we do. Right? <laughs> Um, but I would say one of the nice things about our relationship is the fact that New Year's is a bigger deal for her family and Christmas is a bigger deal for Mm -hmm. my family. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas my sisters have to think about where they're going to spend each day and who's going to be hurt that. We're not spending Mm-mm. the day with them. The Our families don't care um, that we're not there for New Year's or not there for Christmas. Um, so we're able to work that schedule out without any issue. And that is totally down to how we came up, how we were raised, mm-hmm. um, and what our backgrounds are. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris has two sisters, and they are both married um, to white partners, white men. So both, like, Chris's sister and their partner's family celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving. So on both occasions, they have to figure out, oh, when do we visit this family and mm. then move to the next family? Or how do we alternate it? How do we split it? Mm-hmm. Do you remember one time when uh, Susanna was living in downtown Philadelphia? We gathered all together, including, I think, Jack's mom. Like one time, because no one wanted to miss out. Like everyone flew in. We were all in one like apartment. And I was like, Please save me. There are just many people, many people. Because, you know, I only have one brother. I spent so many years before meeting Chris, just me and my parents, my brother, just four of us. That's it. Four Mm -hmm. people. But with Chris's uh, holidays, especially Christmas, there's at least 10, usually more than 15, including children. So it's like the full house and... That can be uh, overwhelming over a few days of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that that's how our holidays tend to work. Because I also, so I have two sisters. They're married. We have uh, three nieces on that side. Um, so the Christ- Christmas is always a lot of people, a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. A- lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. um, and then afterwards we'll go to uh, Linda's uh, parents mm-hmm. house um, and now now that her brother has moved it's now four of us again um, All right. is, so it, there's not a lot of activity um, the, you know we have meals 
um, it has its own kind of intensity to it, um, whereas we are the sole focus. Right, um, right. We get a lot of attention yeah. from my mother. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember that I joined one time? Yeah! <laughs> New Year's Day! I know, yeah. I'm so glad. I was going to invite you again. You could with, come with Chris too. You, your partner, Chris. But... um. Because at the, at the moment, my father is visiting his mother in Korea. So my mom is alone with the dog. So it's going to be like just three of us now. Chris, oh, me, oh, and this, my mom. This coming New Year's this, Yeah, this coming New Year. Wow, so intense. Like, this is going to be intense. <laughs> As some other people, let's use Hina. <laughs> Hina, come wish, over. Wish I could join, but I won't be around. Um, okay. But maybe um, I'll send Wonder. <laughs> Wonder will get along with <laughs> fine. Those are both very not so socialized, <laughs> very isolated uh, animal who just, might not get along. <laughs> just take up some spaces there. <laughs> take up some space. Um, uh, thanks for the offer. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my next question was kind of answers. How have your holiday rituals changed over time since you're together? I think first thing you mentioned earlier is that you kind of figured out, you know, when and how to spend like Christmas yeah. at Chris play, a Chris parents' place, and um, New Year's mm -hmm. and Linda's place. But are there anything that you kind of developed over time, and anything you to do together? My family, there are certain traditions that we have, right, um, that mostly come from uh, my mother uh, and her family, right? Um, so, like, the tree, we, I think the tree the first year was very weird for Linda, um, <laughs> that we would have a tree in our house um, that was not alive, um, that that was, I think it's still something for her that she thinks is odd. Um, and it is, I mean, it's a, it's like all invented traditions. Um, it's, there's, obviously there's a history to it. Um, but if you're not, if it isn't something you've been doing since you were three, you're like, Putting a tree inside that's dead and hanging stuff on it, <laughs> that's weird. Um, yeah. So so we have a tree. Um, we've, I've gotten a slightly larger tree over time. Um, I, think, I think now it's, it stays at a good height. Yes. Yeah. We've come to a... a it's like um, as tall as us, I think. Yeah. Like a five feet tall. And that that's not real tree though, right? No, it's, it's a, a real, real tree. tree. Oh, oh, real tree. I know, Hina. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's strange to bring a real tree inside yes. the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It's, but uh, many Americans do that. I, I and know. And I have, I have gotten used to it with, with a lot of effort. Well, and yeah. a fake tree is weirder than a real tree. Um, <laughs> Why would you put up a fake tree for just December? Oh, because you if you're going to get a tree, get a real tree. Use it for many years. 
Yeah, one time when we lived in Iowa, we went to a tree farm. And cut down our we tree. We cut down the and tree. It horrified Linda. And I cried. Oh, no. It was unbearable. I'm like, why am I cutting down the tree while I like to plant trees? Um, even though the plant, even though the tree had been planted in order for it to be cut. Uh-huh. You can make that Christmas argument tree. for all the animals they get slaughtered for food. Yes. So, and the, which I am against, you know, already. So morally, I am pretty against cutting down trees. But I have accommodated Chris's need because I came to understand why he's attached to that tradition and mm. practice. And uh, it's just it's, it's one tree a year. <laughs> and you know, guess what? In order to produce that many trees, I heard that there actually are more trees in the in the U.S. because they have to plant that much, mm. right? So, eh, wow, well, Linda, you compromised. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you stay married. <laughs> the so yeah, we have that yeah. Um, that we do every year. Uh, we have an advent calendar, mm. um, which is, again, something that my grandmother used to send us an advent calendar every year when we were, again, kids. Um, so my mother continued that tradition. Um, and so now we have one um, that now Linda picks out every year, um, which one we're going to have uh, so I think that's probably the extent of our sort of like personal holiday traditions. Mm -hmm. We do like a Christmas wish list and we we give gift to each other. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Chris likes it as a surprise because ah. in his family, all the gifts are supposed to be surprise. Ah. You don't know it in advance. So um, that's why that's we started exchanging lists. So I make my wish list. Chris makes his wish list. We send it to each other, and we choose which one to buy for each other. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So you 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 give options, and the yeah, other person right. pick from the list. So we know what we are gonna get, but we don't know which one we are gonna get on uh, the list. Right? Uh, yes. <laughs> we also go off list. Oh, you're right. We sometimes go off list too. Oh, um, as a surprise. So I think that's what we do for Christmas. Uh huh. Um. Oh, I think these ideas are really cute. Speaking of advent calendar, I did not know mm -hmm. what it was until last year. Mm -hmm. One of for one of our episodes, maybe it was like a holiday episode holiday in episode Korean. Last year. Yeah. You mentioned advent calendar, and I ask you what it is, and then yeah. you send me. The really cute like card, advent calendar mm -hmm. card to me. It was mm -hmm. my very first advent advent calendar I received yeah, in yeah. my life, and then yeah. starting last year. Well, well. Anyway, this year is only uh, my second year uh, since I know what it is. So I bought a uh, like a chocolate advent calendar. So Ooh, it's been, you have you like know, a that's perfect for you. <laughs> chocolate piece. Uh, so for. For us, like me and my Chris, uh, I mean, it was just my my idea. Um, we are not really like sending something to each other, but I just like bought one and then I put 
that thing on his、um, dining table. Hey, this is for us. <laughs> and then I'm just taking all the chocolates. <laughs> Wait, but you're not there every day. So how do you open one every day? Ah,、oh, I need to do this every week, weekly basis. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't care guys, about guys, it. He doesn't open it every day. I mean, you. The, she's breaking the rule. Oh no! <laughs> no, Chris yells at me for breaking the rule with the advent calendar because. <laughs> okay, he he stated that I am breaking the rule when I open. Cause for this year, I got a tea tea advent calendar. So each day has a tea bag. Diff yeah, different tea, drinking tea. Um, and I was like, I was opening different ones to check out what's inside, <laughs> and Chris is like, "You're breaking the rule. You have to wait." <laughs> well, no, but you're still doing them in order, right? <laughs> right. At least I don't mix. I don't mess up with the order, Linda. Right. Linda is <laughs> opening the one that's supposed to be opened on the twenty third on. The third. Then it's not a calendar, Linda. If you but, mess but up with the order, but I put、orders. it back. I put it. I look at it and put it back. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so you are not breaking the、um, rule anymore. They are all there.、Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm very flexible with the okay. rule. Okay. But we have another one that's a story, like a. A picture with stories. So we are following the rules strictly. So、mm. every morning we open one together at breakfast and we read it. What's inside? Uh, then what? I mean, I guess your holiday plans are kind of similar every year. But are there any like different holiday plans for this year, or anything fun trip or any activity you are planning? I don't think it's. Very different.、Yeah. Um, I'm going down to my parents' house early before Chris to spend time with my mom because again she's alone with the dog.、Mm. And then Chris will、uh, come join us and we'll go to his family together. Okay. Also, that I don't know if it was if it's going to be this year or it was last year.、Um, so with the bowing,、uh, we always they. Give us an envelope afterwards with money in it. Yeah. And last year, mother、uh, Linda's mother declared that since they now have a grandchild, that we're no longer getting money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense.、Um, so my brother, younger brother, has a child now, two years old, and I guess my my parents are gonna give him. The New Year's big bow money, so because he needs it more because he's two. <laughs> so <laughs> they said, okay, they're gonna stop giving us money and they're gonna get, start giving the money to their grandson. Okay, so, what what can we say? Like, yeah, you know, like it's a two year old's cute nephew.、Mm -hmm. So it's like, sure, take take their money. She's a rule setter. Rule setter, yeah, our, exactly. Our family, <laughs> yes. And we are like, you know, it's it's okay. It was always a nice gesture. It's like free money. Yeah. But we are pretty old. We don't we don't need to get <laughs> money. Yes, I mean, also part of being at their house is figuring out ways to secretly give money to each other. <laughs> <laughs>
don't start that. Um, you know how like Koreans? I think this is Korean thing. I you know. know it's like you know whenever thing. like something happens, sneaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will come and give you an envelope in the back room. It's like here, take this, yeah. and like you know, take this for like your yeah. birthday or to help out. Oh, pay for your train ticket. You yeah. know how like in in Korean drama or in real life when people uh, visit fa- family and leave. At the bus terminal, yeah. they will put like an envelope in I their know, pockets. I know. Like, take this. And they are like, oh, no, 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 thanks. And like, they argue they're with aggressive. the envelope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that, that happens with my family. <laughs> I think um, I think I've experienced similar things, even between friends or even between mm. couples. Because um, like we have a habit of rejecting first. And then right. the other Being person polite, keep pushing right? it, you know? <gasps> yeah. So. It, well, and that's the, yeah. I mean, one of the things I learned when we, the first big trip that we took to China um, mm-hmm. was the um, the performance of I'll pay, you'll pay, I'll pay, you'll pay, right? <laughs> At the and restaurant, even right? Though oh, no. You probably know ahead of time who's going to end up paying. <laughs> you, go, you have to go through that. True. Because that's what's um, – polite's the wrong word. Um, that's what's expected. And if you don't do that, you're violating a cultural norm um, yeah. in some way. Um yeah, there's some some of my Chinese friends were really sneaky. Like, I will go to a restroom and come back, and they, they already pay. paid. I know. I know. And I'm like, so I can't leave my seat. I know. Like, I cannot go to the restroom. No. So, so I think it's the culture of the East Asia. Yeah. yeah. They they try to take care of each other, but then there's a performance of trying to pay for it uh, for each other, and um. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, with Chris's family, I think money is re- a lot more straightforward and transparent. If, like, if someone wants to pay, they will tell beforehand, okay, this lunch or dinner is on us, and everyone will be like, okay, thank you, and we eat, mm-hmm. and that person pays. Yeah. Or when we are not doing that, we just split. It's like, oh, send it PayPal, Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, um, it's not, I think, what do you say? It's more explicit or direct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Direct. Well, yeah. even as a Korean, I'm still not unsure about this performance. Like, how long I should have this <laughs> back and forth? Like, how many times? When back I and should forth? stop and accept? Or when I, like, should I keep pushing? You know, it's still difficult for me. So it, it has to get physical, Hina. There had, do you remember <laughs> what? He, when Hina um, and me and her friends went to New Haven for, <laughs> for her birthday party, we went to a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. And Hina was like, oh, I'm going to pay for this because it's my birthday. And guess what? The other two friends... They were like they held Hina's hand, snatched the the, I the was bill out of for her. The bill. Yes, and we are like grab her, grab her. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the end of story. When you get physical and you lose, then 
you accept the treat. <laughs> oh my goodness. If someone saw us without any background and context, then probably I'm like a criminal or something. I was doing something really wrong. Yeah, you're being a like, like my... stop it. <laughs> you know? uh, that was really funny. Yeah. I personally had so much fun talking about these things and um, learning more about you guys. Uh, maybe get ready for it yourself, Hina. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, so lastly, before wrapping up, um, first, I'd like to ask you for some tips for other you know, international or interracial couples based on your 13 years of history. Don't live with your in-laws. Oh, good. That's good. Wait, isn't it like universal across <laughs> all country and culture? Uh, I think it's supposed to be hard in any yeah. culture. Yeah. But yeah, I would say the hardest month we've had in our entire relationship was the month we lived with Linda's parents. For two months. It was two, two months. Okay. I can't two believe months. it. Um, that looking back, we shouldn't have done that. We did it to save money because we were moving. Um, and like I said, a week is good. I mean, the other complicated thing with that was like all of our stuff was in their house. Um, and they particularly her mom, have a very different, had a very different approach to stuff than I do. Mm -hmm. um, whereas my stuff was my stuff and I should be in charge of my stuff. Um, whereas as soon as my stuff was in her house, she had control over my stuff and could do with it whatever what she thought was best. Mm -hmm. um, and so that caused um, quite a bit of tension. And then poor Linda, um, again, when we talked about earlier about the language barrier, um, I can't really speak. I mean, I can have a, a short, not too deep conversation with her mother but I can't argue with her mother. Mm -hmm. um, I can't have a conflict with her. Um, directly. Directly. Right. So everything has to be filtered through this, through Linda, wow. mm -hmm. who has her own interest and then both of ours, and these are two people she cares about a lot that she's trying to mediate between. Um, and that, I mean, that was all accentuated within those those months that we lived there. Um, but that's also, that's been for both sides, I would say, the like the thing that we, we've had to get to the point where it's like the two of us have to be on the same page together and then work together to deal with either my parents or mm -hmm. her parents, right? Um, that we're the team, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, because... As soon as we divide from that, it causes a lot of trouble between us. Mm, right. Um, 
So I think that that's constantly checking in with each other. Um, and again, from particularly with her family because of the language stuff, me being understanding of the fact of the position that she's in mm -hmm. between two worlds, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and that's the whole life that she lives anyway in the United States is that she's always going to be Korean. She's always going to be American. Yeah. She's always going to be navigating that mm -hmm. um, in a way that I'm not. Um, so being conscious of that. Yeah, I think that, you know, usually if you're an international couple, intercultural couple, depending on where you live, one person bears uh, more burden mm. of accommodating. And in this case, it's me because I am, as a Korean immigrant, living yeah. on the turf of Chris's American family. Mm -hmm. So everything in this country um, is already set up for white people. That's That's how it's set up. So I have to accommodate to that. And... Uh, it's challenging. It it takes up more energy, but it's only bearable because my partner Chris understands that difficulty. Mm -mm. If he thought that is, you know, if he thought that's not difficult, if he didn't understand the difficulty, or if he thought that's something given, like. Of course, I must accommodate. I must follow the white people's rule. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would have survived the relationship, or I would have just felt very bad about myself. Mm. Right? It's it will be a very unhealthy relationship. I think for international and intercultural couple, that understanding that difficulty is the key. And you just have to talk about it constantly. You have to admit that it's a difficult thing. You have to know that it's going to be difficult. Um, and I think for me especially, and for you too, I think for both of us, learning the bigger culture, I mean, learning the bigger picture in this country, how... How does it work for Asian immigrants? How does it, how does it work for white people um, as a norm setter? Just understanding the bigger picture help us understand our relationship, how I feel in this society and how Chris feels in this society. Mm -hmm. So it's, it goes definitely. It's not just between us too. It right. goes beyond that. Right, Because right. we live in that society, the bigger dynamic. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest takeaway is understanding, but to put on effort on understanding, you need to communicate first because mm. each person don't know what the other person feels, knows, mm -hmm. or doesn't know if you don't really communicate. And then in my perspective, because I feel you, Linda, because I'm from the other country and I'm speaking other language. I feel like I'm under the pressure that I have to like change myself. Like I have mm -hmm. to adapt to it. Yeah. I have to 
I need to get sacrificed. I, I think that's how I feel. Right. Not just between relationships, like even at work and my day-to-day right. life with interaction with other white people. Yep. But I'm still not 100% sure what's right. Like, yeah, at, to some point, I kind of need to adapt and change. But like yeah. how much and what exactly I'm right. going to keep or change. I think that's a yeah. constant thought and evolvement throughout mm-hmm. the uh, years, like 10 years and yeah. still actively going. I think that's why it's so helpful for me to to hear other people's experience, mm. um, like immigrants, international expat experience of just living in a strange place, like a new environment. Mm-hmm. And also that's why I share my stories. Yeah. Because it just feels good when I feel like, oh, we are going through this. This is common experience. Mm. Every, everyone go through this struggle constant. I think it will continue until I die. I agree. Uh, constant, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm glad, you know, I get to talk about it a lot in my podcast and write about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the, I mean, in the United States, whiteness is seen as the default, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the more that we can disrupt that, mm-hmm. the better off we're going to be, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think this tips sort of goes to people um Couples in living in the U.S., but also couples where one of them is white. I think that mm. that that uh, makes sense. can definitely make the relationship more difficult because of that um, the, that that yeah, power imbalance, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I hear this struggle: the white partner and Korean partner couple living in Korea too. It's just very different. Right. It's, um, but at the same time, difficult. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to say is only do it, like commit to the relationship, international or uh, intercultural, knowing that you have to put in a lot of effort into learning about it. A lot it. more, yeah. Um, a lot more. Yes, yeah. you're, you're right. Because as you said, Hina, we, one thing I've been learning with, this relationship is that we cannot assume things. I can't say, oh, Chris right. will probably feel this way, think this way. No, I should not assume. Right. We need to ask each other and actually hear. Right. And especially for those with Asian culture background, actually, mm-hmm. I'm talking about myself. I'm often assuming. Like, that's how I mm-hmm. grew right. up. Instead that's of how we directly are trained. asking. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also something I'm constantly working on, but yeah. so hard. Like even at work, I always have that kind of situation. Like, why did I just not directly ask? Like, I have too right. many thoughts on my head, but maybe they all are wrong, right? So right, yeah. right. And that, and I think it, particularly for Americans, where we're taught to always think for ourselves. Mm even when that's not when we should be taking the collective into or maybe somebody's assuming something for us because they think that's what's good for us mm-hmm. and they'll do something without asking us that could actually benefit us but i've been trained from a very young age to be like no 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 you do 
whatever you do, whatever you want, whatever mm. your thoughts are, that's what matters more than anything else. Um, and I would say in terms of the tension between our two cultures, um, it's that collective mindset versus mm -hmm. the individual mindset. Yeah. It's right. very different. It's totally opposite. When when Hina and I grew up in Korea, we are we are just told fit in. Yeah. Fit in. Don't do something different from your classmates. Right. Um follow the rule. Be like others. Yeah. Be like do others. Do what others do. Right. Um so it's totally opposite. And that's why I think Asian immigrants struggle more in that aspect when they come to the U.S. Yeah, Hina and I talk about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Especially at work. Oh. And um, because Linda is a little more senior in terms of, you know, as an immigrant who... I I'm the senior immigrant. Senior immigrant, <laughs> so... Um, I'm getting a lot of like second thoughts from her yeah. and then, you know, have the situation reviewed by her. So it's been really helpful. So always thank you. Yeah. All right. It was really fun. And I personally got a lot of tips from you guys because I'm in a... <laughs> Similar, but maybe like an earlier stage of you when you were like yeah. 13 years ago. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your experiences, your thoughts and tips. So, so Chris, how was the recording? It was fun. It's nice to talk to you too. I don't really like hearing the sound of my own voice. Um, <laughs> that's the hardest part. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Help help you through your podcast yeah it was it was nice to talk about us and sort of reflecting yeah, on our I relationship like yeah all right thank you both yeah thank you chris for our next episode because we are wrapping up this year finally and our next episode will be out the day before new year's eve we're going to review this year, 2022, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about our plans or what we are looking forward to um, about next year. So mm -hmm. see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Sounds good. See you. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> that's that's Hina's bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>